0: On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tuttweiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Trent Summer is a graduate of Middle Tennessee State University and had his first major label release in 1994. He spent two decades in Nashville Writing songs, including co writes on hits like Gary Allen's Guys Like Me, Pat Green's Somewhere Between Texas and Mexico, and his biggest hit to date is Jack Ingram's version of Love You. Trent has since relocated to Santa Barbara, California, where he enjoys writing and singing his own songs just as much. He joins us on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about that journey and his latest song, Honky Tonk Baby. Hi, Trent. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Hey, thanks for having
1: me, and thanks for taking the time out of your uh, your sunny West Coast afternoon to speak with us. I guess it's uh, is it uh, afternoon yet for you?
2: It's one one o'clock.
1: Yeah, so it is. Cool. Um, I'm just getting rolling here. Yeah, so I, I guess that I gave it away. You you are in California, correct?
2: I am. I uh, I'm an eighth generation Tennessean that uh, moved to California three years ago. Uh, which is the opposite of the way most people were moving right. uh, <laughs> in the country.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Why, why California from uh, Tennessee?
2: Well, I've been coming to this area in Santa Barbara County, uh, Los Alamos, Los Olivas area for about 20 years. My wife's mother is a school teacher, retired from a little private high school up there, and it's just, it's beautiful. It looks like the south of France up there, and then wow. never dreamed we could live in Santa Barbara, but, Developers came into Nashville, much like they came into Austin, Texas, and a lot of other places, and bought everything that wasn't tied down, including a couple of houses we would bought on Music Row, and we decided to uproot, sold everything we owned, except for some art and antiques. Bought a Volvo station wagon, left Nashville July 7th of 2017 with a 20-year-old cat and a 13-year-old dog. Wow. Moved west to uh, land at the mother-in-law's house. But we went through North Carolina and then Maine and then Canada back down through Michigan. You get the story. We stayed across the top of the U.S. because didn't want to go through the desert in the summer. Anyway, landed out here in a little surf town called Carpinteria. It's like Mayberry RFD
1: if it it was on the ocean. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So that's uh, a planned move. We took about a year. You know, I'm a like I said, I'm an eighth generation Tennessean. They tell me we own a farm. My family does outside of Cannon County. Woodbury is the county seat. But, um, um, yeah, we, it's, it was like pulling trees coming out here, but I, I wrote a bunch of songs. Uh, when I first landed, we got a little cabin, like I said, Rincon beach, it's mentioned in a surfboard, uh, uh, beach Boys song, uh, I forget the one, the one, but, uh, it's about surfing, uh-huh. but,
1: uh, not, not uh, the beach yeah, boys. <laughs> and, uh,
2: yeah, right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh collected those songs and then was talking to a friend of mine that had been in the music business in Nashville, Dave DeRocher. He ran Bug Music, Nashville, wonderful publishing company, independent, last of the independents. And we were dear friends. We were such good friends that everyone thought I worked for Dave and I just hung out over there all the time. <laughs> but uh, that was, that was, you know, I feel like I got to, you know, the other part of this is I was a, you know, Nashville uh, songwriter for 20 years, yeah. you know, paid staff songwriter on and off here and there. But, uh, so yeah. So, we're out here now, got a new EP, it's called I Might Get Used to California, I wrote it about my trip out here, and uh, my wife heard me play it for the first time, she's like, that's the best song you've ever written, wow. I was like, thanks. And wow. A couple other people said that, and that's the first single, there's a little video on YouTube. We I started my own record label, it's called Farm Rock Records, and um, we uh, this is the first record on it, and um, we've had what I'd call a soft opening if mm-hmm. we a restaurant, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. So
2: we're just navigating the new music business. It's changed since I was putting out records. Oh, my God. And uh, yeah. streaming's changed so much, it's a singles business, kind of. So we were putting a EP, we're calling it a mini album. And, uh, it's People kind of funny files, how it's come full circle
1: because in the, you know, in the early days it was, let's let's put out a couple singles and, and, and see if you can find some fans and then we'll cut a record and then, you know, the whole music industry blew up and now we're kind of back to that, back to that approach <laughs> again. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah,
2: you know, and I'm, what I'm trying to do, my main goal for my career is out here now, you know, uh, is... Uh, it's just play in my backyard there's tons of work out here yeah and wineries beer joints you know you're three hours away from vegas you know a bunch of different places you can actually go over there and make some money right you know. right but uh you know you got the desert pappy inherits la of course is we're about 60 miles from la but takes you about an hour and a half usually yeah but I don't go there much these days. I got two young sons, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, A two and a half year old named Bobby and his little brother's James Henry. And, uh, I'm kind of their main caretaker during the day and, uh, stay at home dad.
1: They're California natives.
2: Well, actually he's a fourth generation Californian. His grand, his great grandmother's born in LA Okay, and his grandmother. And so, uh, which is kind of interesting, you know, it's, uh, Santa Barbara is a cool place. It's country out here. There's, I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, somebody told me there's more quarter horses per capita here than any, maybe any county in the nation. Wow, that's
1: cool. Because it's
2: such a small population. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a hundred thousand people here, but there's some good, big city amenities. There's the Santa Barbara Bowl's down the street, like three miles away. It's built, by, I think it was a WPA project, built the same time the Hollywood Bowl hmm. was built. It's a little smaller. But, yeah, the cheap sheet seats have an ocean view. <laughs> <laughs> so did you Sweaty grow up with,
1: with music, uh, around music? Is it a family thing? Uh, Tennessee, obviously, is, um, is the here, birthplace here and of a lot there, of that, but.
2: Yeah. Uncle Dave Macon is buried in my family's cemetery, Coleman Cemetery in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's on the Woodbury Highway, if you uh-huh. go by there. And, uh, you know, he was the first rock star of the Opry. and. Okay but i wasn't related to him we went to church in the same neighborhood as as them but uh my parents did and grandparents but uh third grade music teacher would put me on stage for a he-haw show and I got my blood and i stuck around anytime anybody had a pa with a mic on i was there and started going to middle tennessee state university which has an incredible music business programs yeah. changed so much since i went there yeah um uh, yeah, we, we worked on analog in the middle of the night when you could get in the studio. You can't even hardly get in, you know, the studios and the classes anymore. But anyway, um, learned how to record early, you know, 1918 and, uh, just wouldn't stop. Ended up having some country hits along the way and, um, haven't put a studio record out in probably, you know, seven or eight years. So we've got it on XM outlaw. They're playing it and, some stations down in texas khyi which is a wonderful station you guys are playing it obviously
1: yeah um <laughs> uh when did you figure out uh, was there a moment that you figured out that songwriting uh, was your thing that you wanted to do that
2: it was the first time i realized that you could wow
1: that's cool. um
2: i uh, yeah uh, my first single was I bought with my own money was burgers and fries. Cherry paws is a Charlie prod single. that was out when I was a kid. And uh, I was cool. like, Charlie prod didn't write this. What's that? You know? <laughs> and, and then when I got to, uh, I started working a uh, straight job in Murfreesboro and going to college at night. I went to MTSU nine and a half years all at night. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm a crazy. junior. I'm a junior. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. But, uh, I'm, it's all true. But, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, Good
1: question. So you you ended up a, a, a songwriter in Nashville, and I think you mentioned uh, a staff writer. I mean that that's kind of the every songwriter's dream, right? Is to just get paid to write songs.
2: Yeah, you know, and if it if you can have a hit, then you can do it for a while. And you know, uh, I had a couple. I, I uh, you know, I, I got a lot of near misses, but I had some some bullseyes too. Uh, my first hit was a song called love you for jack king or like big hit uh-huh. it was a top ten at r&r and billboard but i'd had number ones before you know i've had 20 number ones uh wow That's in different awesome. kinds of music like yeah. mo- mostly like the texas music chart and, right and things like that but uh but none of them really pay anything so but when you have a radio hit and it does the first one kind of gets you out of debt and allows you to stay in the music business <laughs> and the second one buys you a house that you can later sell to a developer to get yourself to California. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: cool. So are you, is that still your pursuit? Uh, you mentioned building your own studio. Or are you still writing songs for, for other folks or are you focused mostly on your career at this point?
2: I just don't have time to think about it. I just write when I can. And, and I'm mostly writing for me. Uh, I, I just, I got to a place where, um, you know, we can afford to live out here we found a way and and uh and we really like it and so i'm just trying to make art with my friends and uh we've got a cool little company going with farm rock records and uh yeah it's got it rolling down the tracks
1: so i i read in the the bio that you um kind of had your first major label work in in 94 so you you kind of jumped in there early 90s you've been you worked through the 2000s the early 2000s uh, and obviously the the especially country music has changed dramatically in the last 25 years did you did you have to change your songwriting style to fit or did it just kind of always flow as the changes happened
2: you know when you are staff writing every day or three or four days a week you know, doing the monkey business it takes to keep up. Um, You you just write whatever's in front of you that day. Writing like I'm writing now, I usually have good hooks and good songs. Like my second single that's actually out, it's doing really well. It's getting played. Same stations I mentioned before, but uh, um, honky tonk baby. I wrote about my, my son, Bobby. I was trying to keep him from crying on the diaper table. And, uh, and uh, I just started singing. I hear, yeah, he's my honky tonk baby. And it worked. And then I just, oh that's a song and then yeah. <laughs> i wrote another song about it on the ep i was helping him put his blue jeans on and i actually put your blue jeans on boy put your blue jeans on boy put your blue jeans on boy and then i was like wait change it to girl and you actually got a song so yeah. there's, there's one on the on the ep about that but the the goal the whole time was to um i met with these guys ed and bill and keith and dave and they all uh we all agreed, uh, you know, we should make maybe two EPs and try to get them out and, and uh, just kind of pinball the new music business because I don't know anything about it. Do you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I wish. Uh, <laughs> we, could, so, we could but get But they're rich, all right? publishing guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, they're all L.A. and Nashville publishing guys. And, yeah. and so, you know, uh, I've always said, and, and, they, and they've committed a little money to this project. It's been great. It's Schubert Music Publishing right. uh, North America is, right. is the company, and they're legit, bro and um and got good taste obviously but um (laughs) um yeah i'll forget the question sorry i kind of spaced on you there where where
1: were we uh i was listening to your answer and i kind of forgot what i asked you so yeah
2: (laughs) um I i have a problem doing that so yeah i i
1: think um Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just move on. (laughs) Uh, Well, you were telling me about the new song, the honky tonk, and you were, you were, uh, uh, yeah, you were entertaining your son and changing diapers and, and writing songs about girls and boots. And so, yeah, that's, I think that's where we were.
2: That's, that's where we were. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So yeah, so the songs are just like real, real life stuff that's happening to me right now. It's always been that way. It's always got a, um, you know, a wink and a smile and a grain of salt or sugar. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I love the funny songs. You know, I go I go back to Uncle Dave Macon, you know, I keeps your skillet good and goozy when I'm gone. I mean, come on. That's <laughs> Chuck Berry. Right. You know, yeah. right.
1: Yeah. 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 So, so you, you know, uh, you've got a band a, with 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 this new music. Yeah, and, man. I
2: found this I, I found this band out here that was already together. And uh, I just advertised on Craigslist after I'd been out here. I was living in a shack down on Rincon Beach. And my wife and I and our dog and our cat and it's like started a band down there and we played out a few times. And then, um, you know, the pandemic hit and yeah. uh, shut everything down, of course. Yeah. And yeah. and then and then we they had. So the town I landed in Carpenteria, California, they're known for avocados and cannabis. That's the two things they grow there a lot. And um, hmm. they have Avocado Fest and it's the largest free music Concert in California, hmm. and I've played it every year. I've lived here, uh, so this was like the third third time I've played it, and it's a big deal. It's fun. It's it's, it's a family affair. It's like playing a county fair. So I, I just did that with this band, uh, still player uh, Alan Flaw. He, he lived over in Bakersfield in the seventies and eighties. I said, "Who'd you play with?" He looked at me. He's like, "I play with everybody." Hmm. Yeah, and. Um, uh, Leland Rolag's been playing telly for me He L- Leland played with Roger Miller For 12 years on oh, the road wow. He was cool. Danny Gatton's best friend hmm. And roommate mm-hmm. He has Danny Gatton's uh, The guitar player he, Of course uh, his first pickups And his telly I, They're kind of loud They're a little too loud But uh, So he, he's he been playing telly And then uh, Philip Allen Smith Who's living in Pasadena Speedbender telly guy I met in Poland On a concert tour We were in different bands so he's been coming up and playing. So yeah, I've got some work. I'm working on some publicity and stuff like that for the record and taking a day at time.
1: Are you hoping to get them, the music and the band outside of your home area? Is this, are you looking at a, a tour of some sort?
0: You know, out
2: in the future when things calm down and, um, um, my whole family's sick right now. We've got a virus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, don't we all? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, I'm I'm staying close to home. I uh but uh the first of next year we might put a little run together. Uh it's gotta be the right guys and for the right reasons, you know. Um but there's a lot of cool places to play here. You can pick up a Sunday afternoon gig, you know, make a few hundred dollars and have fun with your friends. So yeah. That's kinda my speed these days. Yeah. Play my hits.
1: Are you I have
2: enough hits that people almost think they know who i am (laughs) oh cool
1: yeah well yeah if you've got 20 hits here and there you almost get you got a full show there so
2: (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. that's cool sometimes but but it's a really you know a real small you know number of fans but they're they're passionate so Uh,
1: is your intention with this record at all to to have somebody else record it, or is this is this really just for you is this your stuff
2: Oh, I, I'd love for someone to record it. The uh, First person I sent it to was John Party, mm. and uh, I, we we wrote a lot of songs together. And uh, he's you know he's doing some good stuff. I like his earlier stuff a little better, but um, he just played the Santa Barbara Bowl. We, we went over. My wife and I we like I said we've got two young kids. it's the first time we got a babysitter. They treat us like rock stars over there. Mm. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, beautiful theater. Jerry Garcia liked that theater a lot.
1: That's neat.
2: There's a garden. There's a Jerry Garcia garden there, the Santa <laughs> Barbara Bowl. Yeah, but okay. yeah. So you know, if folks, yeah, You know, I'd love to. Every, I, I don't look at it like you know. If, uh, and again, I'm not in Nashville getting cuts. You got to be in Nashville to get cuts, right? You know, I'm just right. trying to make good stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what what's the what's the next phase? of your career look like? I mean, are you in it? Are you doing what you want to do and not, not looking too far out? Or do you have some, have some future thoughts on where you'd like to be with your music?
2: I want to finish this project, do the other five song EP and then maybe, you know, talk about a physical product then either vinyl or, you know, there's a bunch of country people out here. <laughs> it's a CD buying crowd still. Oh, you no, know, good. I, you know. it's good to hear. Uh, yeah, no, it's funny. Uh, we have a tenant here. It's the only way you can afford to live out here, you know, if you're not w- uber wealthy. Um, but uh, he's a young guy, he's 25. He's got like 3,000 CDs. like, wow, really? Uh, that's, yeah, that's that's good. It was to refreshing. Hear. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'd I'd love to see the CDs make the comeback, like the like the vinyl has. You know, a new generation I don't discovers see why not,
2: them. Man, the players are cheap and they're around. Yeah. You know, they will be. Retro record selling places. There's a wonderful record store out here called uh, I think it's called Wampler's. You should look it up. Tell your tell your fans about it. it's in yeah. Santa Barbara. Yeah. Wampler's. Okay. Like it's kind of like the sausage, but it's not. Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, they sell vintage gear and records, new and old, and uh, uh, yeah, I think they are starting to sell some CD players, so that'd be cool. So uh, maybe some vinyl, selected artwork.
1: Have you done vinyl, or is also, that on your on your agenda? No, I, I haven't.
2: Yeah, it's it's been in everybody's mind. It's just expensive. And it takes forever. I know. You know, and then, you know, I don't know what the minimum order is. Like, I guess you could get a hundred,
0: but yeah, then probably.
2: they're sitting in your garage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're yeah. they're a lot bigger than yeah. Merch is uh is great if you're on the road playing all the time, people are buying it. But if it's stuck at home in a bin,
1: <laughs> right. It's yeah, not anybody any good? Yeah, right. And trying to get internet sales with that stuff is uh, yeah. And you don't want to the...
2: be down at the flea market selling your own T-shirts right. like <laughs> I've done before.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that feels kind of depressing sometimes to do stuff like that. But I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> yeah. Teasing, come on, man. Yeah, no, I know. I <laughs> know. Um, so if uh, folks want to uh, listen to the new uh, the new singles and uh, get the new EP, it's it's out. Right, came last week.
2: Is right. Uh, the EP's coming out soon. Uh, we're still talking about that. Uh, we're we're the second single in. We are all along was to release one. Working a month, release the second one. Working a month, release the third one. Working a month, and then release the EP when we re- release the third one. Okay. But uh, the the dates have gotten changed and things like that. But but soon. Uh, I think you know, uh, the first of next year is what it's looking like now. Yeah. But uh, right. we've got uh, we've we've got a major label. Um, a helper coming on board, uh, in, in a certain capacity. So we're going to take all the help we can get in, uh, uh, distributor with a, one of the, what are, what do they the major labels now? The big three, the big five. Yeah. Yeah. Sony, it's about, Mercury, all there's,
1: about all there is left.
2: NCA. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it's, weird, it's a
2: weird time learning the music business. All anybody cares about is Spotify. Spotify. I know, Spotify. I know.
1: Like yeah.
2: It. And, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm, see where my fan, my 57 fans in Paris are, (laughs) you know?
1: (laughs) Right, right, right. But
2: it's cool to know that. And I get that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, why not?
2: So it's just, it's just, you got to keep learning. You know, that's the thing. When the music business changed, when streaming hit, it really did change what I did because Mm -hmm. I was pretty good at the time at getting on records. And while, you know, you didn't have a single, if you sold gold, you know, you could make some pretty good money. Right. And, um, but, uh, Streaming changes, all that, and you know, but I didn't want to retool, and we got that incredible opportunity to leave Nashville, and so, I don't know, I'm just retooling now, you know, yeah. four or five years later. Yeah. It's hard to catch up. I'm not even good at it, you know, it's like, I'm supposed to post this to this guy, and I'm, you know, terrible at spelling. Well, it changes um, all the time, you know, there's... there's but I'm a writer.
1: There's yeah. one 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 drifting back, and another one to the coming to the surface, and... You know, where, where should you put all your social media money at and all that kind of stuff? So, yeah, I get it. Uh, website. You know,
2: I've I really had some, some trusted professionals doing it for me and, uh, it's done a good job. We, I posted a live video on, uh, on, uh, Instagram that got over 4,000 views. It's just a guitar lead, but it's really good. You should check it out. Yeah, I will. Feel free to put it on the, on the site. It's, okay. uh, it's under my TikTok. It's just my name. Okay. I think it's got a blue dot beside it they tell me but um yeah
1: and website uh do you, do you have a dedicated
2: trentsummermusic.com yeah trentsummermusic.com it's got
1: and it's s-u-m-m-a-r right
2: and yeah it's it's pronounced like the season but it's spelled with an a instead of an e and you know i'm available for concerts and parties and barn fires and pond drainings and barn buildings and <laughs> Yeah, you know, we play birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, you name it. Just yeah. you can get in touch with us on the website.
1: All right, we'd love to get you out here on the East Coast, man. It'd be fun to have you have you come up to. Man, here. I'm
2: an East Coast guy, man. I'm, you know, I'm I'm from Tennessee, right? Yeah, but, you know, as, as East Coast as you can be from being from Tennessee. Yeah, right. We got family in upstate New York. I love it out there, but uh, my best friends in Richmond, Mike D. I shout out to Mike D. Yeah,
1: Richmond, and Virginia. His family. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. cool.
2: Good. How far is that from you guys?
1: Uh, we are probably two hours from Richmond, so not far.
2: Oh, it's nice. Beautiful yeah. country. I love it up there. Yeah, I miss we love East Tennessee. It. Yeah, we love, and, uh, we love Western North Carolina. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, the new EP is I uh, Might Get Used to California uh, and uh, Trent Summer. And Trent Summer and the New Row Mob is the band, correct?
2: That's right. We were it the West Coast band, but Google, you know, you don't want to trick anybody at google and you know you they uh the record label guys were like now you got to just keep the same name so yeah that's that that's the only thing and and there's a few places it's it's printed like that but you know it's it's not a big deal you'll find it if you want to hear it (laughs) awesome
1: well thank you trent i appreciate it man good talking to you man i i I love the new music and uh, i wish you well
2: with it thanks man I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again for tuning in to this
1: episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com.
0: What would you do to achieve the American dream, the big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> my mom and dad. My, mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast